Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning is the almost new executive director of the East Texas chapter of the American Red Cross, Karen Holt. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Great to have you with us. Good Don't, morning. Sure. Don't forget In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. And again, our topic today is the American Red Cross. We'll start out just uh, everybody knows about the Red Cross or knows of it, but um, your mission is to prevent and alleviate human suffering in the face of emergencies by mobilizing the power of volunteers and the generosity of donors. And boy, oh boy, does that cover a lot of ground. But uh, Karen and I were talking before we went to air, and you have a very interesting history. You replaced Tammy Prater, who uh, was a long timer, 23 years as executive director of the East Texas chapter of the American Red Cross. Cross, uh, a great presence in the community, great guest on our show, I, I don't know how many times, but uh, you have a rather interesting background of your own. You came prepared for this job when you joined the uh, East Texas chapter of the Red Cross? I believe so. Um, you know, I, I have been in nonprofit um, pretty much my, my entire life. Um, I think that um, this is the ultimate role for me with the American Red Cross. I started my career path completely on the opposite end of the spectrum in residential and commercial uh, management. Mm. And what was interesting and what kept pulling me in my early part of my career was the service to those in need. Um, The type of properties that I managed were for moderate to low income individuals and there was just a lot of need in our community and so i continued to to kind of be pulled into helping individuals Um, and then i served on a lot of city boards uh, county boards at one time i was on the uh, mayor's homeless task force in longview Um, i have um, served the point in time count homeless count for tyler and longview and so i really immersed myself um, in the community for those in need and then I, I began a career with Community Health Corps, which is the local mental health authority for the eastern counties, um, much like Andrews Center in, in Tyler. And what I did for Community Health Corps was I was their housing navigator. And what that means is really providing information and support to those that need affordable housing um, in the community and advocating for that. Um, And then I was given the great opportunity to join East Texas CASA, court-appointed special advocates, Uh for a couple of years as their executive director. Uh, That's out of Longview. It's out of Longview. That's correct. Um, Serving serving kids, you know, in their most dire, dire need of time. And so over 25 years, it's just been a culmination of really serving our community, Um, you know, to be able to have jobs that are really your passion is is really what um, resonates with me. And I've been very lucky to be able to do that over the course of the last 20, 25 years. And so when Tammy um, announced her retirement, um, we were actually at a United Way meeting when she announced her retirement. Uh-huh. Um, this, this little bell went off in my head and I said, the American Red Cross, you know, what, what better of an organization to be a part of? I mean, they're over 140 years old. Um, 
They are just the epitome of humanitarian work across the nation and across the world. And so the rest is history. I joined uh, joined in May, so I'll be the uh, here about a year um, in May, and it's been a wonderful journey so far. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned also uh, you live in the Diana community, east of Gilmer in Upshur County. We were on the school board, New Diana ISD, for a time. And uh, I'm mentioning this and letting you talk about you because uh, it brings home the fact that uh, you serve, what, 11 counties out of the East Texas chapter of the American Red Cross. You have offices in Tyler and Longview. So if As the old saying goes, you're within the sound of my voice. Uh, We're visiting with the person who is going to be overseeing anything that might happen to you if you have any type of disaster or want to volunteer or do any of the things we're going to be talking about during the show today. Our guest is Karen Holt, Executive Director of the East Texas Chapter of the American Red Cross. The office in Tyler, uh, 320 East Reek Road, same place it's been forever, and the number is 903-581-7981. And uh, Longview office has been up and going at 501 Pine Tree Road for a good while as well. Uh, 903-753-2091. And you can also get information at www.redcross.org. But uh, to kind of get to the meat of the show today, you do community. And there are so many different ways uh, the East Texas chapter has been serving our community. Let's start off with the one thing that most people are most familiar with about the Red Cross, disasters. And they think big disasters, sometimes out-of-state disasters. But these include local concerns home fires uh, let's talk about that a little bit absolutely yes you know again the red cross when people think about the american red cross they do think about these large disasters hurricane ian let's think about you know just the disasters that just happened um in mississippi mm-hmm. these large disasters and the red cross is always there and we mobilize our volunteers but here locally at home Believe it or not, there's a disaster every 24 to 48 hours, and those are typically home fires. Um, I say the majority of the disaster work that we do here in East Texas, um, I say it's the majority home fires with a couple of tornadoes sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of to put it in perspective, um, I pulled our numbers for the last 12 months, and in the 11 counties that we serve, we've had over 400 disasters, um, and the, again, the majority are home fires. Those are single-family home fires. They could be multifamily, apartment complex home fires, and we've served over 1,100 individuals um, within that time. And so what happens when there is a home fire, uh, typically the fire department or the volunteer to fire department, depending on if you're urban or rural, uh, contact the American Red Cross or certainly the family can. And once uh, the Red Cross is contacted, um, they're entered into our system, a case is opened up, and typically within two hours, one of our volunteers um, contacts that family. We go out and meet with that family. Um, The Red Cross is much like what I like to call triage. Um, We are the triage of a disaster. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is provide shelter, clothing, housing, whatever the essential life-saving needs are for that individual. We can provide, if they lose medications, their eyeglasses, dentures, um, things like that, the American Red Cross um, can can do that um, and replace those items, um, you know, during the disaster. And I just must say, 
that 90%, over 90% of the workforce um, for the past 140 plus years of the Red Cross is done by a wonderful, caring, loving volunteer right here locally in your community. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that later on mm-hmm. because volunteers with uh, nonprofits in general, certainly with the Red Cross in a number of different ways, so much a part of what you do, who you are and what you do. So we've talked about home fires and uh, I guess now it's time to sound the alarm how do you keep those fires from happening well how about those smoke alarms that are actually required but don't always work exactly the way that they're supposed to aren't always installed in the right way and there's another area where you can can and do help out a lot that's true we have a great program sound the alarm we have been installing free smoke alarms with 10-year lithium batteries for many years Um, this past year uh, we installed um, almost a thousand smoke alarms in east texas Um, and that is again done by volunteers you just give us a call at one of our offices and we will come out and install these smoke alarms in your home but not only the smoke alarm installation and having those working smoke alarms we sit down with the families and we do a fire escape plan we talk about emergency preparedness and how to be prepared in the event of a home fire or a tornado we really want everybody to have those things ingrained in their mind and so when there is a disaster and maybe you are you know not thinking clearly and you may be in in panic mode those things are ingrained and so you are automatically doing those and so when we do come out and do the installation again we do um, the full we run the full gamut we sit down and we dry out draw out your home and we talk about um, where would be the best place to to exit your home and those are things that every family should have in their mind with the entire family Um, and so that's just part of our sound the alarm program and we're very proud of that program and i will say um you know there have been lives saved by that one example a couple of months ago and this was in our longview area we had a family it was um some grandparents and they were raising their grandkids and we had installed some smoke alarms um, a couple of years prior to and they had a home fire and um, if they would not have had those smoke alarms um, there would have been loss loss of life and so those smoke alarms saved their lives saved their grandchildren's lives and we see that across the nation each and every uh, day Um, the importance of having those working smoke alarms. Karen Holt, Executive Director of the East Texas Chapter of the American Red Cross, is our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims again. And Tyler, you want to call 903-581-7981 if you're in the Longview area or closer to Longview, 903-753-2091. And you cover a total of 11 counties around East Texas. Um, When is a good time for people to say, hey, I need a smoke alarm or hey i have some questions about smoke alarms and i need to contact the american red cross for the most part i'm going to assume that people have working smoke alarms in their homes but at what point do people need to say "Hmm, maybe i better give the red cross a call so we always encourage that you test your smoke alarms um we always say when you turn the clock so spring forward or fall back that is the best time to always test your smoke alarms if you realize that your smoke alarms are not working 
you give us a call. Um, our offices, um, although our offices are run by volunteers, we don't have set schedules because we are out in the field, but we always have options. You can leave us a message. We will get back with you. We will add you to the list to sign up for a, a smoke alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we have a team of volunteers that schedules those and comes out and installs those. Um, and also, I'll say that we are great partners with our local fire departments and our yeah. volunteer fire departments. Um, they do the the smoke alarm installations too, sometimes for us. They did one for me not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. so so it's a great partnership. We work very closely with our uh, local fire departments as well as our emergency management um, in all of the cities and counties that we serve. And um, it's a great partnership. Um, and, you know, all of the uh, organizations, the fire department, the Red Cross, your emergency management teams are always working to be prepared for disaster um, and always in collaboration to ensure that the community is safe. Very good. Preparedness programs. That's kind of a preparedness program in its own right. But then you have another project called Prepare with Pedro and the Pillowcase Project, I believe. This is for kids. It's done through the schools. Yes, that is probably one of my most favorite programs. Um, it's a fun, interactive uh program that uh, our team of volunteers go into uh, school systems. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a school district. We can go into daycares as well, but it, any child, any child that is kindergarten age through fifth grade, we have these great programs, Prepare with Prejo, which is like your younger grades, kindergarten through second grade, third through fifth is the Pillowcase Project. And the Pillowcase Project in particular is a really cool program where we take pillowcases, white pillowcases into into the classrooms and they get to decorate their pillowcase. Mm. And while they're decorating their pillowcases, we are talking about in a fun, interactive learning session on how to be prepared um, in the event of disaster, how to escape your home if it's on fire, how to prepare for a tornado. And during this time, we talk about how everything that you need to be prepared for in the event of an emergency can fit into your pillowcase. And so it's a a really cool program. You know, I encourage um, anyone listening, if they're with a school school district and they would like to have um, your school district participate, just give us a call. Um, We'll be more than willing and happy to come out to your classroom. Um, You know, a teacher can contact us and... Um, typically, we like to keep our classroom size smaller, you know, 30 or 40. So that's a, you know, a, a good maybe one or two classrooms uh-huh. um, to partner up. Um, but it's very important that we have preparedness at, for all ages. Um, and, and really, again, when I, I talk about um, repetition and ingraining that into that, uh-huh. it's just a natural thing that when, you know, to be prepared for any type of disaster, whether it be a home fire, whether it be a tornado, um, any type of disaster event, um, I can't stress enough on how to be prepared. Okay. And um, not stressing enough on how to be prepared and talking about the Red Cross in general. This morning, Karen Holt, Executive Director of the East Texas Chapter of the American Red Cross, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims, uh, Tyler, Red Cross office. 320 East Reek Road, 
903-581-7981. And in the Longview, the office at 501 Pine Tree Road, and that number to call, 903-753-2091. Also a lot of good information on the website at redcross.org. Moving on into CPR, first aid, lifeguard trainings. These can be done online or in person. Absolutely. Most of our trainings can be done online. Um, lifeguard training, that's typically in person. In some of our more advanced CPR first aid classes, um, we recommend in person. Um, but, you know, we've been doing CPR first aid and lifeguard training for again 100 100 over 100 years and we we uh really encourage again be cpr first aid trained um i had a call this morning from a, a gentleman uh he and his wife um were um heard this they live out in the country and they heard this loud crash in the middle of the night they they got up they had no idea what this was they went outside um, and someone had had a wreck. Mm. Um, and they lived, you know, out in a rural area. Usually it takes 15, 20 minutes for an ambulance to get to them. Right. And that really shook he and his wife. Um, they're in their early 70s. He said, you know, we do not know CPR first aid. We want to get signed up for CPR first aid training. Um, this young man had a wreck. And, um, Although he was okay, they said they they asked themselves, "What if?" Um, you know, we see these stories all the time. You know about um, CPR and first aid saving a life, and it's just a really good uh, tool to have. Um, not only the CPR, but the first aid. Um, you never know when you know someone may be choking, or you may need to know how to do a tourniquet because of blood loss. I mean, there's so many things um, that you learn in just basic CPR and first aid. We offer those in our Tyler facility. Um, you can sign up. We do all of our signups online at redcross.org. Uh, you can go in and enter your zip code, and it will find the closest. Uh, location to you that's mm-hmm. going to have in person um, but then we have all of the online choices and you can do that in the comfort of your home very good um, the hero care network uh, you mentioned that you've been doing the cpr first aid and lifeguard trainings for over 100 years and the hero care network is something that also goes back a very long way about that long i believe with the american red cross but for anybody to whom it's new or needs a refresher course let's go through that a little bit Absolutely. very interesting project it is the service to armed forces program um, is one of our original programs um, that that Claire Barton started, and and one of the one of the main things that we do for our armed forces is when an individual uh, enlists in the military, um, that service member's emergency contact information, their information is given to the American Red Cross. In the event of an emergency, and that service member is overseas, they're on deployment, that um, any family member can contact the American Red Cross. And what the Red Cross does is they contact the command um, that the service member is in um, and, and gets that emergency uh, word, whatever that emergency is, to that individual. Um, and you know, typically, if it's uh, if it's a death or you know some major emergency, the military you know provides that service member leave to come home, um, or, or or whatever the situation is. And a lot of times, that service member 
um, may not um, have the funds to to pay to come back home from overseas. And so the Red Cross provides emergency services for that. Um, we also provide resiliency programs. We partner with the VA and other local organizations, um, such as in Tyler Camp V, to provide right. uh, casework, mental health uh help and we also assist assist homeless veterans um we really it's it's a full encompassing help for veterans um in mm-hmm. whatever that they potentially need um as well as the family you know coping with deployments um you know mm-hmm. helping managing re-entry um out of military life uh, we we do that as well. Yes, uh, the veteran population, so many needs there. Fortunately, it's been getting a lot more attention, but so much to do, and the Red Cross is right there doing its part. Always great to hear about that. Karen Holt, Executive Director of the East Texas Chapter of the American Red Cross. Our guest this morning on In Focus, I'm John Sims. Don't forget those phone numbers, 903-581-7981 for the Tyler office, and in Longview, it's 903-753-2091. Blood drives, uh, always important. You just had one this past week, but it's one of many. If you uh, just check around, and it's real easy to do by Google or uh, in any number of different ways. You can find blood drives around East Texas all the time. And uh, let's talk about that and the Red Cross's role in blood drives and the importance of giving blood. Sure. So many may not know, but the American Red Cross provides 40% of the United States blood supply, Mm -hmm. which is the largest single organization. Um, Every two seconds, someone in the United States needs blood, blood and or platelets. Uh, That's a huge need. And and so we need folks to get out and donate blood. It is so critical, um, usually the first type of the year. Um, the first part of the year is most critical after the holidays. Right. Um, we have blood drives uh, in our Tyler facility, usually every three months. We just had one this past Friday and it was, it was successful. Uh, we also have a sickle cell um, our sickle cell initiative, which really focuses on um, African American blood uh, and encouraging the black community to get out and donate um, for sickle cell. Um, you know, the average red red blood cell uh, transfusion is typically three units, and someone donating blood can save up to three lives just in one blood donation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we we encourage you to get out and if if it's not with the American Red Cross, we just want you to donate blood. Uh-huh. Um, it, it is critical. You know, sickle cell disease affects about a hundred thousand people in the United States, and about a thousand a thousand babies each year are born with this disease. Uh-huh. And so they will require numerous blood transfusions throughout their lives. Um, Folks with cancer, leukemia, um, anemia, uh, you know, not to mention your tragic accidents. Um, Mm -hmm. The blood type that's most often required in hospitals is type O because that's universal. So if you have O blood, um, 
you have what I like to call you have the golden blood. We want your we want your blood if you have O blood. Um, you know, it's it's very it's painless, it's effortless, and you truly are saving lives um, with thirty to forty five minutes of your time. And so, you know, look in your area, sign up. We again, we have blood jobs every thir- uh, every every three months. Typically, our next blood job um, for our Tyler office will be in June, June twenty okay. second. Um, we'll have to visit again before that. Uh, but it's really important. You know, you can donate blood usually over fifty seven days. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and. Uh, it's it, it truly is. Um, we have a really neat um, Red Cross uh, blood app, and you can download that app. And when you donate blood, you can actually see after your blood has been processed, you can see where your blood has gone throughout the United States. Wow. It will tell you where your blood was sent and how many lives were saved by your donation. Mm-hmm. And you can do it all with an app. They say there's an app yes. for everything. There is. And there is. We're glad there's an app for this. Karen Holt, American Red Cross, East Texas Chapter, our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Uh, turn compassion into action. That means become a Red Cross volunteer today. And we hear about the folks that are out there uh, answering the disasters, sometimes going um, uh, to other parts of the country. But there are a number of different ways that people can volunteer with the Red Cross. Let's go over some of that. You can. You know, I think the American Red Cross is the most unique uh, place to volunteer. There are so many opportunities. You know, we talk about disasters. So we have volunteers that that go out, there are disaster action teams. So when there's the home fire, there's the tornadoes. It's the, the first, first responders uh, to disaster within the American Red Cross. We have those opportunities. We have opportunities. We talked about smoke alarm installation. We have a team of volunteers that go and do the smoke alarm installations. Uh, we have volunteers that help run our offices in Tyler and Longview. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's office work if you enjoy that. Uh, we have caseworkers. Um, so when someone suffered, you know, a tragedy, um, they've had a devastating home fire, they've gone through a disaster. Um, you know, the Red Cross doesn't just show up when that happens. We are there after the fact, too, to help people recover. And so we have uh, loving and caring individual volunteers that, that do the casework. Um, we have opportunities with our service to armed forces, with our resiliency programs. Pretty much every one of our programs that we have um, going into the school systems and teaching our pillowcase project. We have volunteers. It is all done by volunteers. There's very little actual staff with the American Red Cross. Um, it's, it's all, again, done by a team of volunteers. And I will say, as our population grows in East Texas, um, over 400 disaster events in the last year. You imagine. I mean, that's more. That is more than one a day in our area. And that is all done by volunteers. And so the need for volunteers is critical. You know, I always like to say after being a volunteer myself over 25 years with various different organizations, what I can say with the American Red Cross is it's up to you on how much time you want to donate, how little or how much you can you can pick and choose because we have so many opportunities and so many programs. Um, you know, 
it's it's just a great way uh, to get involved. You had talked about deployment, so you know our our East Texas volunteers. Um, they can choose to go on what we call deployments to different disasters. Um, the most recent notable uh, disaster that we had um, in the United States that we had local volunteers go to was, of course, Hurricane Ian. Uh-huh. And we had about seven to ten volunteers um, that would go for two weeks at a time, and they would go down to uh, that disaster Um Typically, the things that that we do is we actually have what we call an ERV. It's our emergency response vehicle. Uh, Not every chapter uh, houses one of those uh, types of vehicles. We do here in the East Texas chapter. And what that emergency response vehicle does is goes into large disaster areas and we can feed over a thousand meals a day mm. out of this uh, van. And so a lot of our volunteers would take our emergency response vehicle for two weeks and we would go down and we would feed all of the individuals um, from Hurricane Ian. And then we have shelters. We, we we do that. We do shelters if there's a need for it and working shelters. Yeah. And uh, gosh, I wish I could let you go on. We are running a little short on time here, but we've gotten a lot out there today for our listeners. And I believe if people want to volunteer, I believe there's a, a, a one a specific number that they need to call. Uh, Yes, they can always call our Tyler or Longview office okay. um, if they want to volunteer. Um, but we also, we have a volunteer recruiter for our area. Nikki Buford is her name. Her direct number is 469-796-7667. Or again, you can call our Tyler and Longview office and we will point you in the right direction to volunteer okay good that's what i was looking for and financial donations i mean it's easy to do you just go online and you donate or you can drop a check in the mail and that's uh, right. not hard to find out uh, how to do that if uh, you need any further instructions but it's pretty basic and i know you rely very heavily on those financial yes donations because i will well. yeah i will mention that the american red cross does not rose rub- rub- rely on federal aid mm-hmm. um, we rely on local community to support the red cross efforts very good and that just about wraps up our show but it's been a pleasure and very interesting very informative to visit with you today karen karen holt with the american red cross thank you so much for dropping by and getting us up to speed on the many things that you're doing thank you you bet karen holt american red cross executive director east texas chapter our guest this morning on in focus i'm john sims thanks for joining us see you again next week on in focus